0: Hey, hey, hey. This is your host, Alicia, of the podcast, Momming, Wifing, and Queening, where we empower women not to get lost in their roles, but to queen them. And by queen them, I do mean making sure you're taking care of yourself before you're trying to take care of others because you cannot pour out of an empty cup. Now, you don't have to be a wife or mom to hang out with us. If you're just looking for some encouragement and inspiration, I got you. I may not know everything, but I know something, so we're going to talk about some things. But before we dive in, head over to Instagram and follow me at TheAliciaShaw. That's T-H-E-A-L-E-S-H-A-W. And like my Facebook page, The Alicia Shaw. Also, subscribe to my blog at www.alishashavon.com. That's wwwa ncom Where I share my thoughts about, well, life. So without further ado, let's get into this, y'all. Hey, 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 you guys, it is the new year, so happy new year to you all, and I'm so excited to share our first episode of the year that I, when I spoke with the lovely Tamara Abney. Tamara is a passionate advocate for menstrual equity and the founder of Sister Friend Incorporated. Her platform, Carefree School Days Period, is dedicated to ensuring that all individuals have access to menstrual products and education. As a devoted wife and mother of two young sons, Tamara is committed to creating a world where menstruation is free from stigma and barriers. Her dedication to menstrual equity has earned her the title of Pennsylvania's period hero by Always in Walmart. She actively raises awareness, conducts workshops, and leads initiatives to provide menstrual products to those in need. Currently, tomorrow is a delegate in the upcoming Mrs. Pennsylvania International Pageant, taking place on March 16, 2024. Her advocacy for menstrual equity has made her a respected voice in the field and she continues to inspire change and uplift communities one menstrual product at a time so I'm excited to share with you this episode y'all let's get it in alicia back back with another episode of momming wifing and queening and today i have another lady who is momming wifing and queening she is definitely a queen because she is in the pageant world today we're going to be talking about pageantry as well as how she's balancing it all she has a nonprofit organization she has a current title that she is competing for and she's also an author of a book that is a support of her of her organization and her platform so she is tamara abney and I'm going to have her share more information on what she's about and more about her platform. So go ahead, Tamara. Introduce yourself to my Hi, audience. Yay! Hi, everyone. I
1: am Tamara Abney. I'm a resident of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I am the current Mrs. Pittsburgh International 2024. I am so excited to talk to Alicia and talk to all of her wonderful followers um, today about, you know, wifing, queening, being an author, being a pageant queen. Did I mention mommying and um, just being an overall busy person? So Alicia, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being on. So first I want to get into how do you even balance it all? You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a title holding, you're also a politician's wife. So tell me how does that work? Because I know politicians are pretty busy as well. How do you balance all of this stuff that you're doing?
1: Yeah, I think that it's easy for me to balance everything because I really had to think about what's important to me in life, right? I only do the things that are super important important, so I really prioritize um family, my advocacy, um you know, my marriage, which is part of family, and also just like extracurricular activities and other jobs. So a little bit about myself. I have been in the hospitality industry for over 20 years. I transitioned into professional development. Um, So I have a nine to five job as a vice president of community relations at Entrepreneurs Forever, a nonprofit here in Pittsburgh. I also have my own business that is Tamara Abney Professional um, Empowerment, where we work with college students and corporations on professional development skills and etiquette. And then in 2015, I founded uh, my own nonprofit organization called Sister Friend, which is all about menstrual equity and fighting against period poverty. So I've been doing that for a very long time, which is connected to my pageant platform, Carefree School Days, period. Um, I'm also a mother of two young boys, ages two and four. And as Alicia mentioned, my husband is a state representative for um, the Pennsylvania House. So yes, he is very busy doing his own thing. uh, But that does allow me to have room to do my own thing because while he's gone, I get a lot of work done. So really just thinking about, you know, when can you schedule things? Schedules are always your best friend when you're super busy. You know what, again, what is important enough to make it to the schedule, Um, learning that it's okay to say no to things. Um, And especially as mothers and wives and women of a certain age, you know, you're okay with saying, you know, after a while, when you hit your forties, no is a positive word, not a negative word. <laughs> so, um, I think that really helps me balance it all. Just thinking about what's most important for me to take care of.
0: I like it. I like it. And I think also what I notice about you is just like your, um, your ability to ba- to balance it all and be able to have system, systems in place because I know, I remember we were um, together, reigning together, <laughs> together and we were in our national, how you were able to have a, a like a support system for you while you were able to take care of yourself and do your thing during um your last experience in pageantry. So I, I definitely look up to that, being able to have like systems, friends, support that are able to help you do the things that you're, that you do. Um, so going to pageantry, what made you enter into the world of pageantry and how has it been benefited you? Yeah, so
1: I entered into pageantry just to find something of my own. You know, when we are so busy and we're devoting so much time to family, sometimes we forget to do something for ourselves and to have some goals for ourselves. So not only has pageantry allowed me to have a little sacred space to work out, to sharpen my mind, to sharpen my interview skills, but it also has provided a way for me to um, elevate my advocacy efforts and you know because that's something i was already doing so how can you do something that's fun um take your advocacy to the next level and meet new people i think pageantry is like perfect for that Um, and through my pageantry career i have truly made some incredible friendships i think people think pageantry is just like this competitive sport but really it's a i i want to say it's a sport of friends like yeah you really get to know people you really get to know what's important to them and you know you can't you cannot have anything but respect for the woman that's standing next to you because you're all really there for really great reasons and you all have really great platforms so win or lose you know hopefully you're winning the new friend
0: yeah yeah I definitely agree with that Definitely great. Can you share a personal experience or story that inspired you to become an advocate for menstrual equity and how that experience shaped your commitment to the cause? Because I know you are very big on uh, menstrual e- menstrual equity, sorry, and being the period hero. So tell me more about that.
1: Yeah, so... You know years ago i worked at a homeless shelter as an independent contractor and made friends with a lot of the nurses and doctors that happened to work on the same floor as me and that's when i really learned that period products were one of the number one things that not donated to the shelter system and i just honestly felt that that was very unfair as someone that hasn't experienced period of poverty in the truest sense, I have been places where I needed a pad or a tampon. It didn't have one, right? It didn't have a quarter to put into that stupid machine that gets <laughs> that placed mm-hmm. in the ladies' room um, that usually does not work anyways. Uh, but besides the fact... You know, I just really thought it was unfair that people did not have access to this and they truly did not have access to these products or these products were not donated only because we were afraid to have these conversations. No one wants to talk Mm. about periods. Um, There's a lot of stigma around it. So whenever something is stigmatized, you know, people don't talk about it. Then it becomes taboo. So if you're thinking about something cool to donate, you're going to donate the gloves, the coats, the hats, the socks. You're not going to donate the pads, the tampons, you know, probably not the bras and not the panties as well. So when I decided to, um, use my power to, for the good, I decided that that was going to be what I tackled. And we've been tackling it ever since 2015, have distributed over a half a million menstrual products to not only the Pittsburgh area, the state of Pennsylvania, really over across the United States, Alicia has had some, I sent her a box um, to Delaware and we've, you know, sent them internationally as well.
0: I love it. I love it. And to be honest, I had never even known or even thought about that until you championed for it. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. So because of you, you've enlightened me because I don't think people really um, know or even think that that would be an issue because it's so like you say, it's so taboo. People don't really talk about it. So I appreciate your education on that because it's made me look at it's made me look at things a little bit differently. And how do you envision your role as Mrs. Pennsylvania International, the new pageant title that you're vying for, um, contributing to ongoing conversations and initiatives around menstrual equity, and what specific goals do you hope to achieve during your tenure?
1: Yeah, so as Mrs. Pennsylvania International, you know, my goal is really to Bring this cause to the forefront of conversation. So elevate it. I mean, I'm already having these conversations. I've already been having these conversations, but there's a lot of people such as yourself and a lot of people out there that don't have these conversations. So I know that being Mrs. Pennsylvania International allows me to have a better uh, platform to have these discussions, it broadens the audience for you know workshops and you know social media workshops and, and series that I put out there. Um, I'm also doing a period party challenge where I'm challenging everyday individuals to have these parties at home where they invite their loved ones or their friends to you know come to their house, bring donations, and then they turn around and donate that to like the school, like you did or, you know, to their Boys and Girls Club or to YMCA. So being Mrs. Pennsylvania International, that gives me a larger bullhorn, right? To say like, hey, you should have these parties. You should do this. Um, So it just really allows me to, you know, reach more people. And the nice thing about the international pageant system is that's what it's about. It's really about service. Um, I know a lot of us go into pageantry for the glitz and glamour, but there's also a huge service component and being in a pageant system that really understands that and embraces our individual passions is so important to me um, because that's the main reason I'm in all of this. Everything else is secondary to serving the community.
0: And what has been your feedback when you're out in the community and you're talking about um, menstrual equity? What has been people's um yeah. Feedback t- towards you about or Do they feel squeamish? Do, are they like, wow, or are they willing to listen? What is that like?
1: Well, no, no one is squeamish about it. Everyone okay. is willing to listen, you know, and it's because, you know, hello, half of the people, half the population menstruate. So, you know, <laughs> it's not something that people do not know about. Um, we've just been trained to keep it a secret or to say, oh, that's too personal. I don't want to talk about it. But we, you know, we have periods and every man that I've talked to, they understand it because they have wives, they have sisters, you know, they have children, um, they have mothers. And guess what? They all have had periods probably. So, you know, like it's nothing that people shy away from. I think most of the time I get the reaction of like, oh, I didn't think about that, you know, or I get the reaction of, oh, the government assistance programs don't cover that or, you know, health savings accounts don't cover that, you know, or, oh, there's a tax in some states on it. Like it's more about the aha moments to come out of educating people on the facts. Um, A lot of people don't know that girls are missing school. One in five girls in United States miss school because they don't have access to period products. One in 10 internationally miss school because they don't have access to period products. So I think there's a lot of assumptions being made that people have access to these products or able to afford them, when I tell them the truth, they're like, oh, okay, now I understand why you fight so hard for this.
0: I like it. I like it. So tell me more about your journey to Mrs. Pennsylvania International and I guess how people can support you if they want to be able to either attend or, you know, sponsor, all that good stuff. Tell me more.
1: Yeah, so first of all, you can follow me on Instagram. It's super easy. Tamara Abney. (laughs) So T-A-M-A-R-A-A-B-N-E-Y. You can find me there and that's where I post most of my information. Um, There, you can also... Check out the Empowered Period series. So that's when I come on um every couple of times a month to just talk about different menstrual hygiene facts. Talk we talk about period poverty, menstrual equity, what you know, stigma, taboos, all that good stuff. So um just a really cool educational series that is like one minute of education for you. Um, you can also visit my um organization's website. So sister friend, so www.sisterfriend.org. That's where you can download the period, um, period party challenge toolkit. And then you can see me on stage on March 16th in Altoona at the Blair convention center, Blair County convention center. And that is when the Mrs. Pennsylvania pageant will take place. So tickets are on sale now. So you can um, go to the link in my bio
0: on Instagram um, and buy a ticket. Cool, cool, cool. And then my last question for actually, no, it's not my last question, because I do want you to share also about your book. So tell us more about how that come about and how people can purchase it from you as well.
1: Yeah, so my book is called The Period Posse, and it is all about it's for middle school, so middle school and below um, is the age demographic, and it just is really a cute little story about a young girl and her friends that you know one person ex- is experiencing their period for the first time. They go to their friend circle to talk about it, um, and they. Then realize that this is something that's not talked about and should be talked about and start doing their own research and start doing advocacy on their own um, at their school. So it's really a book, not necessarily to educate you on the ins and outs of, you know, the biology of having your period, but it's really to show young girls that they're not alone when they start their period and hopefully to be inspired to create change of their own with whatever they're interested in, right? So menstrual equity may not be their thing. It may be providing food to the homeless or, you know, or whatever. But really, it's just a book to say, like, no matter what your age is, you have the power to do something really cool in your community and help other people. So you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles,
0: um, Walmart.com, um, and it's available now. Cool, cool, cool. And then the last thing or the last question I have is what advice do you give moms or women who want to make sure they're taking care of of themselves even though they have all these things that are happening? Businesses, you know, um, nonprofits, um, um, books, all that stuff. How do you tell people how should they take care of themselves?
1: Yeah, so I think that... Everyone will find their own unique ways to take care of themselves. You know, I think whatever you find, it brings you joy. And sometimes that could be just simply sitting in the dark with the television not on and just living in quietness. You know, sometimes my husband laughs at me because he'll come upstairs and I'm just laying in bed, the TVs off. But I'm just enjoying the peace and quiet and the stillness of the room because our lives are so busy. People are always calling. You're you always on your phone. You're checking social media. You're just doing things. Right. So, you know, I find joy in just sitting and doing nothing and listening to the quiet. And for some, you know, wives and mothers, that could be with a face mask on, right? It could be a really hot bath. It could be a nice shower. It could be working out. I think it's just important for us to carve out time to do the things that we enjoy. Like we have a sister in pageantry that is like really into working out right now. She gets up five o'clock in the morning And she is at the gym and you know, what brings her joy? Wearing really cute outfits at the gym while she's working out. Right. Like, so find the things that are cool to you and, and find time to do them, whether it's five o'clock in the morning or it's nine o'clock at night. When your kids go to bed, you just have to find, or whether it's pageantry, you know, sneaking off in the middle of the day during your lunch period, practicing walking or interviewing, um, find something that just brings you a little bit of peace that you could do by yourself Yeah, that you, you don't need a husband for and you don't need your kids for it's something that you can just do
0: yeah I like it I always tell people that too a lot of times it's my bathroom because they're not going to follow me in the bathroom so I might just sit You're and not- I'll let the water just follow just for- me in the
1: bathroom all the time
0: well, they do, but I've just gotten to have them just closing the door and locking. And sometimes they might just stand by the door and I can actually hear them by the door. So I'll just run the water just to, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it just makes you, me feel bad.
1: Your girls are a little bit older, you know, two and four, they're knocking at that oh, door. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Let me in.
0: Let me in. Yeah. You have babies. So they don't understand it quite yet, but they'll get there. They'll get there. All right, well, I enjoyed our conversation and I just want to know if there's anything else that you want to share with the audience or you want them to know about you or anything, last words.
1: Um, I just want them to know that I am just excited about this year, you know, this year coming up. I mean, there's so many wonderful opportunities, so many things that I'm doing. I am excited for you, Alicia. I'm excited for so many of my friends in pageantry that are just doing such wonderful things and I'm excited to receive all the support and love um, as I enter into the international pageant system and then I'm excited to share that love back to my friends that are you know competing in other systems it's just really great to watch people do um, something that they're passionate about
0: yeah I'm excited for you as well I wanted to try to make the pageant in March but I don't know how that's going to go because I'm looking at my schedule and I don't know how it's going to go. But I do wish you luck. I'll be there in spirit if I can't make it there um, or find some type of way to just make it work. But I do wish you well. And I know you're going to do well because you're just amazing. But um, I can't wait to hear the news after the fact. And I also wish you well with your book and the nonprofit and your, all your businesses that you're doing because you just, you, you are the queen, you're queening. So I just wish you well with all of that. And if that's all, I'll go ahead and let you go. All right. Bye, everyone. See you March 16th. March 16th, y'all. So that concludes today's episode of Mommy, Wifing and Queening. Remember you can follow me on Instagram at the alicia shaw as well as like my Facebook page the alicia shaw. And don't forget to check out my blog at www.aliciashavon.com. That's www.a l e s h a s h e v o n.com where you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts as well as purchase books. I've co-authors and shirts I have available as well. I pray that you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time y'all, I'm out.